0: Hey, yo, uh, what's up with it, man? Hey, how everybody doing today? It's your big homie, Bobby dollars. It's been, man, an entire complete year, you know, since I've actually been on Anchor and doing podcasts and all that kind of stuff again. But I will say um, I did one with uh, Archer Almighty the other day, and uh, it made me uh, feel like I wanted to do a few more. I was online, and we were doing this little thing on Twitter called, um, five, what was it, Five Truths and Five Tags, if I'm not mistaken, and um, I kind of told a few things that are, that are true about me. <clears throat> well, <laughs> in turn, a few of the guys on there kind of got intrigued, and we had a small conversation about number two on my list, which was the car accident I had back in 2001. So. um after we talked a little bit they kinda made a suggestion that I should basically tell everybody about some of the things that I got going on like write a book or some things like that about my past and all that and I kinda told them in turn yeah I had already thought about it and was about to do a a podcast series you know and basically in no specific order just kinda like talk about some of the things that happened to me in my life now don't get me wrong man I don't want everybody to think that my life was a tragedy and you know, I need to go fund me and no shit like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm cool. I've done a ton. You know what I'm saying? God has absolutely blessed me. Um, I've walked in my path. I've built my own bridges. Uh, I've paved my own way. So I have no absolute complaints at all. Like I, I can literally sit back and say that I, at 42 years old, I've lived a, a healthy life, um, an eventful life, some tragedy in there, some drama, all of that, man, you know, so let's uh let's go ahead and get started man and this first story that i'm gonna tell you uh, is basically about my car wreck in um 2001 august of 2001 okay so here we are it's august 2001 all right i am 24 years old at the time um i had just had my son at 21 so he was about to turn three that year and um My daughter was born, and uh, (laughs) crazy as it may sound, you know, I wasn't a very humble dude. Like, I was out here. I was deep in the street, knee deep in a bunch of bullshit. I was um, ripping and running, man, doing a whole lot of stuff that I ain't have no damn business doing looking back right now. Um, But, of course, you know, I will say all the shit that I did back then, man, it didn't do nothing but just make me a great dude today. So, like I said, I don't really have no complaints about nothing. I just know I have been through a little bit. So here we are, August of 2001. Um, August is a huge month for us because we got about 12 or 13 birthdays in that month, including myself, my daughter, my brother, my sister, my brother-in-law, rest in peace, uh, my little cousin Jimmy, rest in peace. Um, my, I got cousins, aunties, my son. Uh, <laughs> like we got a lot of things going on, you know what I'm saying, in August so august the second rolled around and that was the day that my daughter was born um i remember her being born like it was yesterday man my wife almost died well she didn't almost die my daughter almost died because the umbilical cord was wrapped around her neck and they lost her heartbeat so i freaked out man i don't know like that's a whole nother story we talk about. <laughs> And it ended with the police coming and me almost going outside and getting my gun for the doctor but don't worry about that we'll talk about that another time man but so it's august 2nd my daughter's born um everybody's in recovery everything's good i done went and got my wife i done took her home yes i am married at this time because um i got married in the year 2000 so we hadn't even been married a year yet it hadn't even we got married october of 2000 so I was still newly married. I was five years into the relationship and I guess eight months into the first year of my we- my uh, marriage. So days had passed, the third came through, that was my, my little brother birthday, you know, he came by, he hung out with us for a little bit, saw my daughter, you know, him and my mom, it was all good. Um, the fourth rolls around the fourth is my my sister's birthday um, I don't really talk to my sister that much I love her man I love my sister to her core but we just two different people man like she's from my dad's side she, we don't have the same mom we got the same dad and um, she's from the bad side of my family like the side where all of this negativity and all this craziness that builds up inside of my head and my system comes from but um, that's her nor there um, the fourth pass you know I said what's up to my sister told her happy birthday all that stuff the fifth pass that's my brother-in-law's birthday you know rest in peace Lamar, more um, you know we he always was around so he he probably was at the house that day anyway saying hi to uh, his new his new niece and everything so he was around then too. Um he didn't pass away till later on you know that's that's something else but um, the sixth rolls around <laughs> that's my birthday So, of course, I was elated that I had a new daughter. I had my son. My son was two years old, about to turn three. Um, My homeboy at the time, you know, well, he still is like my best friend in the world, Bruce. You know, um, I I don't know if he was living with us at the time or if he was just around, but I do remember, you know, him being around sometimes and seeing my daughter and everything. And um, let's see, the seventh passed. That's another birthday. You know, we get past that. The eighth that's another one. The ninth. That's the day of the car accident. So, August the ninth, man, I remember that day like it was yesterday. I um, was getting up. I worked at Dave and Buster's. I was a, um, a shift leader for the technicians, the uh, sh- the Midway Techs, the guys that wear the black and white striped shirts and helped with the games and everything. Um, I had just graduated from uh, college and getting my degree in um, network administration. In 2001 that was in June of 2001 actually when I got that that degree or maybe it was January no it was it was February of 2001 when I got my my first degree or whatever and um <laughs> the ninth man I got up early that day it was so crazy because normally I would get up an hour before I need to be at work maybe an hour and a half I was always on time but I was always pushing it but that day I always had to be at work at say about eight o'clock in the morning uh, at Dave and Buster's and I think I got up about maybe 5.30 that morning and um, played with my daughter, hugged and kissed her. And, you know, she was still a newborn. She she was more sleeping than anything. And I remember getting up, taking a shower, getting dressed and getting out the house. Well it was super early. I didn't have to be at work until 8 and I want to say, no, actually it was 7. I had to be at work at 7. And um, I remember looking at the clock and it was like 6 o'clock in the morning and I'm like, damn, I, I done left too early but it didn't matter because I knew I had to take 270 to 70 and you know hit Earth City so I'm driving you know by this time I look it's like maybe 610 I'm like I got plenty of time I'm almost there I'm merging on uh, 270 I'm on 270 merging onto 70 West and as I get onto 70 West I jump into the middle lane and I'm looking while I'm driving and I notice because it was so ironic it was two Nissan Altimas one was a very older model and one was a 96 I think or a 90 no one was no one was a a 96 and the other one was like a 2000 or something but one was older and one was new but they both were gray and I remember getting in the middle lane and the lady in the middle lane that I got behind was in the older version of the Altima. So I slowed up a little bit and watched her speed up as she sped up she was trying to get over into the fast lane <laughs> now it's a newer version of the Ultima in the fast lane and the new version of the Ultima is looking over at the lady while she's on her phone and she keeps speeding up along her so she cannot get over now I don't know why but in St. Louis the only way that you can get over is by turning your blinker on because the person that's in the lane on the other side of you then will speed up so you can't get over and then pass you and you can actually get over i know it makes no sense but this is how they drive on the highway if you're trying to get over and you don't turn your blinker on they will ride on the side of you the entire time and you will not be able to get over and miss your exit so you have to turn your blinker on in order to get over So the lady flipped her blinker so she could get over in front of the lady because the lady was driving kind of slow and talking on her phone. Now I remember looking at my dashboard and my dashboard I was only going 68, maybe 60, maybe 65, because I remember I was in a uh, 1996 Chevy Corsica. I had just got that car, first car I'd ever bought legitimately by myself and everything while I was away at college in Saint Joseph, Missouri. So. I'm looking at the two ultimas. they're going back and forth, back and forth, the lady in the new Altima is in the fast lane, all the way to the left, she's on the phone, she's got her left hand on the wheel, she's talking, 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 the lady on uh, in the middle in front of me is speeding up and speeding up, I say, you know what, I'm finna get over in this slow lane because I do not want nothing to happen, this is exactly what I said verbatim, I said, let me get my fat ass over to this slow lane because they tripping. soon as I got over to the slow lane. I sped up just a tad bit, and when I sped up, I got to about maybe, again, I got to about maybe 65, because I slowed down when I got over to let a car pass me. Now, I look at the dashboard. I know I'm at around maybe 65. I look to my left. I see the lady in the old Ultima screaming at the lady in the new Ultima, and she's like, bitch, let me over. Fuck, get off the phone. Bitch, let me over, you know, like that. So I said to myself, I'm going to speed up and go past these two clowns because my exit about to come up in a half a mile anyway. So I sped up, and sure enough, as soon as I sped up and got past the lady in the old Ultima, she sped up and got over anyway. And when she did, the new Ultima clipped her back in. She immediately, like, curved over to the right where I was in the slow lane and as soon as I tried to pass her, she hit the back end of my um my Corsica, like the trunk area. Okay. I knew something was wrong because the entire time that they were going back and forth, all I was listening to and hearing play in my car was Devil's Night by D twelve and Eminem. And I never listened to that song. I didn't like it. I was like, this is one of the stupidest songs. <laughs> I didn't even, like, I really didn't like D12 that much, but I liked it because Eminem was on there. And Eminem was like, a, yeah, like he was a cold-ass rapper to me. Like, I dug him, so I listened to all him shit. And because they was a part of Eminem's clique, I was listening to it. So when they came on, it was like, uh, I remember them, the laugh or something, and then I remember it saying, it's Devil's Night. And then the beat came oh, on dawn it's devil's night like that i said oh shit i'm not finna listen to this and as soon <laughs> as soon as i reached to hit the damn button to go to the next song i heard the lady say oh fuck!" like that and i looked up and looked to my left and i seen her she looked me square in my eyes she was coming towards me to the right the front end of her car was coming towards me and it hit the trunk of my car And as soon as it did, my car went, like, it just started spinning in circles. Like, I was like, what the fuck? I I grabbed the wheel of the car. I grabbed the steering wheel. I was just holding it as tight as I could. And the car was going in circles. I remember seeing both of those Altimas three times as I was spinning in circles. And then at last spin, the car just flipped. And it was flipping sideways, like, Like going down the highway, like if you were if you were still driving on down Highway 70 forward, the car was flipping in that direction. I remember, I remember grabbing the steering wheel again, putting my right hand up on the roof of the car. And when I put my right hand on the roof of the car, I remember the windshield imploding. The windshield came flying right in at me. I remember a loud bang. It was a loud pop and the windshield came in and it hit me in the face and in my chest and all on my uniform shirt at that time my glasses also just flew off my face i don't even know why they did but when they did i remember looking to my right and seeing my glasses hit the floor when i turned back around the windshield was flying at my face so i immediately tried to close my eyes because i didn't want any glass to get in my eyes but it was too late it was just that fast so after that i just kept holding on to the the roof, and the steering wheel of the car, and I flipped two more times, I remember going bang, 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 that's all I kept hearing in my head, so that, that third bang, I let go of the roof, and, um, I kicked my, I let go of the roof, I was, like, laying inside the car, like, my legs weren't in the bottom of the car anymore, they were, like, up by the steering wheel, so, um, I still had my seatbelt on, too, which is crazy, so I, I flipped my leg up and I kind of kicked the windshield a little bit I mean not the windshield the driver's side window a little bit and when I did it just exploded and went outward by this time the car isn't flipping anymore and it's just sliding it's going about maybe 10 miles an hour on its hood sliding at the median you know that's in the middle of the highway so as it's sliding at the median I took my right hand and I I reached under and I popped the seatbelt. I don't know how I did it on the first try, but I popped the seatbelt and I remember it sliding and the buckle hitting me in the face. And when it hit me in the face I realized, okay, I'm loose. And while I was sliding, I start smelling all these fumes and um like I smell gas and I smell oil and I just start smelling all kinds of fumes. Like I guess everything was coming into the car. So I immediately just dove out of the driver's side window. Like I remember I remember diving out and hitting my ankle on the door and then hitting the back of my neck and the back of my head and the back of my shoulders on the concrete median. When I hit it, I realized I was out of the car. So I couldn't see out of my left eye. You know, it was it was like gone. Like I couldn't see anything out of my left eye. I got up off the ground and I took off running down the side of the highway, straight down the median. And um I did that because I thought the car was going to explode. Like I started smelling all these different fumes and everything. And the first thing that popped up in my head was jump out of the car. It was like it was a voice telling me what to do. And the voice said, jump out the car. I I jumped out. I remember skinning my arm and hitting the wall. And when I hit the wall, I kind of, I didn't black out, but I kind of lost focus a little bit. But my eyes were closed. And then something, I felt something like lifting me up and something said, get up, get out of there. You need to move. And and I got up, I stood up and I opened my, my right eye and I looked around and I just seen a bunch of traffic. And I seen these ladies just screaming. They were like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And um, I went running down the side of the highway. Okay. So I'm headed down the side of the highway. And then when I got about, I want to say about maybe 15 feet away, maybe 10 to 15 yards away, I sat down. I just kind of like plopped down on the median. By this time, I hear the sirens. They coming from like every direction. I'm talking about police, ambulance, fire trucks. Like, I mean, it was crazy. So all of them are come. they come flying down the highway. They're coming from both ends. And I remember looking down and only seeing out my right eye that traffic was stopped on the left side, on the east side of the highway, and on the west side of the highway. Like, whoever it was that was on the left side that was coming down must have seen my car flipping, and just like they kind of swerved their car over a little bit sideways, and um, cut off the traffic. And I remember seeing the car kind of sideways, looking like it was cutting off the traffic. And I seen the fire trucks; they were coming down the uh, shoulder, and they the guys hopped out, they ran, and they hopped the wall, and they met some um, some state troopers and some more fire trucks on the other side where I was on the west side, and. Um, they, they were looking in, they were looking in, and they said, I don't see him, I don't see him, and then the other guy said, get the jaws of life, we're going to have to pry the doors open, we got to get this, we got to get the doors open, we got to get him out, and I was just kind of like sitting on the side of the highway in a daze, and I could kind of hear everything, but I couldn't see anything, and I just couldn't believe it, I was like, this shit ain't real, I was like, nah, man, this ain't happening, I just bought that fucking car, I'm like, what the, and what woke me up was hearing the jaws of life like mm, me like bang and the door flew off and and he was like i don't see him the victim's not in there i think he got thrown from the car and i stood up and i was like hey i'm down here cuz hey right here cuz i'm right here you know like that and um i I had my david buster's uniform on and everything and the uh, state trooper was like he's down here and i don't know who that chick was but she was one mean bitch man i don't know what i did to her or i don't know she just didn't like black people or she didn't like the idea that i held up traffic for so long i don't know but she was a complete bitch man and the the officers kind of ran around her the fire team came running down there the emt came running down there. i was just sitting and i was like just chilling and (laughs) the dude walked up to me he was like Um, we got to check you, we got to check you, do you feel anything broken, you feel any, you know, is there, do you feel like, you know, any pain, any shortness? we need to get you on the gurney, we got to get you to the hospital, man, you had a horrible accident, this, that, and the other, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I know, man, I was the one driving, you know, (laughs) and when I said that, the state trooper came over and was like, oh you're a comedian there's nothing fucking wrong with you you know like that and I said hold on man I can't see you know like that I said hold on hold on man I can't see I can't see my eye I can't see and then the EMT said I think he has glass in his eye his eye is bleeding there's blood running down his face and um, she was like well um are you uh robert span and i say yeah man i'm rob span why she said well we have a warrant for your arrest and we're going to be taking you in as soon as the emt checks you out i say hold on what the fuck? i'm like i ain't got no warrant man i ain't did nothing and she's like well we do have a warrant for you and we're going to take you on in and i was like nah man i was like we don't have no warrant and then this was the lady and then uh, the uh gas state trooper he came down and he was like i ran a check on him too and there's nothing there's nothing we don't have anything on him what are you talking about And she was like, no, you're looking at the wrong person, man, because we have him on warrant and this, that, and the other. And I was like, man, nah, man. I was like, I don't have no warrants. I don't even have no traffic violations. And um, what was so crazy about this whole day was before I left, and I I played with my daughter and all that kind of stuff, before I left for work, I normally keep two guns in my car at that time, and I normally had what always had dope in my car. So... For some crazy reason that day, I went back to my I went to my car and I took both my guns out and I took the dope out of the car, and I put the shit in the house and hid it, and then I left and went to work. You know, like I don't I I never rolled like that. Like I I was in the street like that. I ain't I, that was the last thing on my mind every day that I left. But for some odd reason that day, you know, there had to be God. You know, everything is written, man. And there's no such thing as coincidences. You know what I'm saying? So. That had to be god forcing me to turn my life around you know and that was the first step so once i was standing there with the police officer man she was like we're gonna run him in and and the fire people was just like what the fuck is going on man and she was like we have a warrant for him we have a warrant for him and plus he has no insurance and i'm like wait a minute what you mean i ain't got no insurance i was like my wife paid for insurance man come on She's like, no, no, no. She's like, you need to come with us. And then she put me in handcuffs and put me in the car. So when she put me in handcuffs and put me in the car, I'm sitting in the back seat. And I'm like, man, what did I do to you, man? I'm like, I just had a car accident, man. I'm like, what am I supposed to do here, man? So, uh, but I do know one funny part was when the state trooper was talking to me and the fire truck was talking, fire people was talking to me, my wife's cousin was riding down the street, <laughs> riding down the highway because they had started letting cars go one lane at a, you know, in one lane. And her name Kim, man. And I'm standing there bleeding. I'm I'm fucked up, man. I don't know what's gonna happen to me. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't know what was going on. Next thing I know, I hear Rob. Is that you? Oh shit! Is that your car? Oh my god! I'm gonna call Nikki as soon as I get home. <laughs> I mean, as soon as I get to work. <laughs> and I say, Kim, get the hell out of here, man. Gone. Get the hell out of here. Shit. <laughs> like that. <laughs> And I'm just standing there bleeding like a bug, man. Like, what the hell? And then that's where she said, "Come on, you're going with me." Like that. She took me to. Um, she took me to. I think it was St. John Police Department. No, 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 it wasn't. She took me down to the workhouse, man, downtown, like one of the worst places that you could ever go. Or was it county? I think it was county this time I had got locked up. They took. Yeah, she took me to Clayton. Took me down to county, man. And I was sitting in county, and I'm like, damn. And everybody was sitting next to me like, bro, what the hell? What's wrong with you, man? Why are your eye bleeding? This, that, and the other. I sat there for about 45 minutes. And I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on, bro. I don't have a clue. And then, um, you know, at that time, you know, I was gangbanging and all that stuff. You know, I was a crib, So they wasn't saying, bro. They were saying cuz and all that kind of stuff. And, and uh, next thing I know, I heard... Um, COs and, and, and they was screaming my name, like Rob Span, where is Rob Span? Come front, Rob Spain. And I stood up, I'm like, What's going on, man? And he was like, uh he was like, We got a link for you, we got a link for you. I'm like, What you mean? He's like, It's a whole nother station here finna take you, boy. Come on, let's go, let's go. I'm like, damn, I'm like, how the fuck am I going somewhere else? I'm like, man, bro, I ain't did nothing to nobody. <laughs> I'm like, I have done nothing today. What is going on? So when I get to the front, what processing was, it was an uh, older white lady, man. She was standing there, and she was from the Breaking Ridge Hills Police Department. Now, mind you, that was the, the area where me and my uh, wife, before we got married, we was boyfriend and girlfriend. That was the city we lived in. We lived in Breaking Ridge Hills. And um, <laughs> she was standing there, and I don't remember the lady. I Even to this day, I don't even remember her face. I don't even remember her at all, because I barely could even see her. And uh, she was like, uh, Mr. Span, we're here to pick you up. And I was like, who are you She was like, we're breaking Ridge Hills. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, okay, man, whatever, you know. And then um, she was like, I got all your personal belongings. So let's get ready to go. And then the same lady, State Trooper, man, I remember smelling her perfume again. She was like, aren't you going to cuff him? She was like, he's huge. She, he's not a little guy. Don't you see how big he is? He's a big guy. She was like, aren't you going to cuff him? And she was like, no, I'm not going to fucking cuff him. She was like, he, he's bleeding out of his left eye. He can't see anything. What? Where is he going to run to? Where is he going to go? And then uh, she was like, well, she was like, that's on you. If anything happens, that's on you, you know, like that. And I'm like, what the hell? So the cop, she opened the front door of the car when we got out, and she got her gun and all that stuff out the little trough and everything. She like, come on, hop on in. And I was like, nah, man, can I get in the back? I want to lay down. I was like, I had a headache. I just don't feel great. And she was like okay so i lay down in the back seat and when i did and we drove off she was like we don't have a warrant for you we don't we don't have an arrest or anything like that on you i was like well what the hell i was like well why are you here and she was like well i remember you living in our area you used to live she was like you lived in breaking ridge hills for two years didn't you and i was like yeah i did I was like, I lived in off off LaCour Court. And she was like, Yeah, I remember you. She was like, and I remember pulling you over a couple of times and you know, this, that, and the other. And I was like, Oh, okay. I was like, Well, why are you coming to get me now? She was like, Well, we heard there was a rollover and she was like, We did the scan on the scanner we heard there was a rollover and when I checked the name and seen the stuff. I seen it was your name. And when I ran the name and looked, I seen the past address and I knew it was you. So I came and got you because you need to be in hospital after a rollover, not sitting in Clayton County. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, thank you so much, man. Thank you. You know, I was like, I feel horrible. you know. <laughs> and uh, she just started laughing and she was like, this has been a fucked up day for you. I know. I was like, man, yes. I was like, I don't know what's going on. So she was like, I'm going to take you to the station, and when I do, you know, I want you to call your wife or call whoever you need to, your mom, I don't care, have them come and get you. She was like, I'm not going to put anything in the books or anything. She was like, this never happened. She's like, but I just needed to get you out of county. And I was like, okay, thank you. And as soon as I got there, I called my mom, I mean, called my wife. She called my mom. Actually, they was together anyway at my house, and um, they had been looking for me. They, you know, uh, my my wife cousin Kim had called and told her what had happened it was like eight o'clock in the morning when she called them and told them when they finally came and got me and everything it was like six thirty in the evening man you know what I'm saying I sat in jail almost all day just fucked up you know what I'm saying I bad and I think right now to this day that's probably why my left eye is so much worse than my right even though I wear glasses and got astigmatism it's still kind of worse you know but um you know it it was a horrible day man but they came and got me i went to the doctor and everything and um you know after the incident occurred we wound up finding out that one of the other ladies that hit me didn't have insurance too and we, we got brown and croupet on it and she and my wife she went and got some paper out my bank account and all that stuff and paid brown and croupet and after she paid them you know we wound up you know getting some bands out of it you know some real bands you know and that's how i wound up getting me another car and actually uh starting my record label that's how I started infamous records LLC I remember hiring attorney Bernadette Brown Uh, she's Bernadette Brown Esquire I remember hiring her as an entertainment lawyer and um, she said are you serious are you sure this is something you want to do back then that was something that wasn't heard of like when I was doing that was right like right when Nelly and all them was trying to come out and all that stuff too you know so it wasn't nothing you know that they was used to and you know, once once I paid her her retainer and we got started, man, you know, that's when it all really started, 2001, when I became official with the music and, and uh, the record label and, you know, Funk From the Middle, which was my production company, like, all of that, man. So I guess, um, you know, having that accident was a blessing in disguise. It was God's way of keeping me out of jail and um, keeping me from being dead some damn work, you know, and making some real money and that was that was like one of my first real businesses where I actually made some money and we went out of town and did shows and, you know, made music with a few stars. Like it was it was pretty awesome, man. We even performed at the very last Freaknik in nineteen ninety eight, you know, behind all of that stuff. I think it was nineteen ninety eight. Or maybe it was two thousand. I don't know, but I remember we <laughs> we went through it all, man, and um we became legit in 2001, got our LLC, I paid for everything, and we went forward from there and rolled all the way up to 2010, man, so I want to thank y'all, man, for checking out this story, you know, uh, this was this was direct, man, it was kind of crazy, it was a lot more details and stuff to it, but I just didn't add all that in, we're already like 29, 30 minutes in, and I don't want to be talking all night, but I want to say, man, I appreciate everybody that actually wanted to hear it, and You know, wanted to check on me, man, and see how it all worked out. So, God bless y'all, man. Stay safe. Stay protected. Wash your hands and stay inside, man. Be smart. You know what I'm saying? Stay inside. Protect your family. You hear me? That's what it is. It's all love. One.